1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning. It is 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Monday, February 20th. It is the Washington's birthday federal holiday. We'll tell you about President Biden making a surprise trip overseas. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. If you enjoy spring-like weather, we're going to be having that all the way through the middle part of the week. Our complete forecast in just a few minutes. Currently in Wichita, we have a mostly cloudy sky, 34 degrees here on this Monday morning. President Biden is in the Ukrainian capital, Kiev, for a surprise visit. The U.S. president is not the first foreign leader to visit Ukraine since the war began, but no other politician brings such significance. President Biden's first trip to Kiev comes just days before the first anniversary of the invasion. And with billions of dollars of military aid already in the can, he says another huge tranche of support will be announced tomorrow. The president told journalists American commitment to Ukraine is unwavering and unflagging. President Zelensky calling the visit an extremely important sign for all Ukrainians. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. The Wichita City Council is going to have a half dozen new business items to discuss at its weekly meeting tomorrow. One of the topics is an agreement for economic development services with the Greater Wichita Partnership. The GWP serves as a hub for collaboration and communication between the public and private sectors. The partnership has delivered 88 projects, over 2,100 new jobs, $94 million in capital investment, and $70 million in annual payroll in just the last two years. If the agreement is passed, the city will provide $400,000 annually for the next three years with two two-year renewal options. The council will also discuss a design agreement to fund improvements to 29th Street North from I-135 to Broadway, along with a budget for bridge work around the city for 2023. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The new Kansas Republican Party chairman, Mike Brown, tells KNSS News about his vision for the party. Our party is a combination of personalities, experiences, and expertise. You know, we, we ran a campaign that was solely based on looking forward. We were not looking backward. We got drugged backward by some things we inherited. We don't want to be in the past. We're looking at going forward. That is the vision is before us. Mike Brown was a guest on the John Whitmer Show last night here on KNSS. A Georgia grand jury's report found no sign of election fraud in 2020, but did indicate some who testified may have lied A Republican senator says he is not one of them. The report recommended that those who the grand jury believed committed perjury during the investigation should be prosecuted. South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham was one who was called to testify and said on ABC's This Week, he's not worried. No concerns about my testimony. Uh, The grand jury analysis that there, there was no widespread fraud in Georgia. I agree with that. Graham also defended his phone call to Georgia's Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, saying he did so to aid his decision as a senator to validate the election. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Wichita fire crews responding to a house fire Saturday morning at about 8.30 in the 300 block of North Ash near 2nd Street and the Canal Route. A fire was visible from the front porch of the structure. That blaze brought under control in a few minutes. 
The Kansas Bureau of Investigation, the Pittsburgh Police Department, and the Crawford County Sheriff's Office say the death of a man in Pittsburgh was a homicide. Pittsburgh police received a 911 call reporting a shooting at approximately 2.30 Friday afternoon. Police located the victim, 51-year-old David Dwayne Mays of Weir, Kansas, in a Pittsburgh roadway. He had suffered a fatal gunshot wound to the chest after an altercation. 43-year-old Colin Powell Gepford of Hutchinson was arrested without incident and booked into the Crawford County Jail on charges of suspicion of attempted premeditated first-degree murder and felony murder. Another suspect, 32-year-old Travis Blake Connus of Neosho, Missouri, was located and arrested and booked on the same charges. Another male victim was identified, questioned by police, and released. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The death of a politician with a familiar name has passed. And a tech giant says, hey, get back in here to the office. Plus, the KSN Storm Track 3 forecast with meteorologist Ron L. Williams. That's all coming up next. Here with Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. KNSS. Seven oh eight with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. A North Carolina businessman turned congressman has died. Jim Broyhill continued his father's furniture legacy, bringing jobs and recognition to the North Carolina foothills through the Broyhill Furniture Business. Broyhill used his familiarity to make a run for Congress, first elected to the House in 1962, going on to become a known conservative name and helping to establish a GOP footing in North Carolina following the election of President Reagan. After serving more than 23 years in the House, Broyhill was appointed to a U.S. Senate vacancy by North Carolina's governor in 1986. However, he would fail in his bid to earn a full term in the Senate later that year. Jim Broyhill passed away Saturday from congestive heart failure. He was 95. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. A tech giant telling workers, hey... You need to get back here in the office. The days of working on your couch in your sweatpants is over for Amazon employees, at least in part. Amazon CEO says workers have to be back in the office at least three days a week starting in May. The tech company was allowing individual managers to decide how often employees had to be in the office. Amazon says it's better for collaboration and company culture and to help out downtown areas where Amazon offices are located. Other big companies like Disney and Apple have been ordering workers back to the office, too, as the pandemic eases. Shana Stulen, Fox News. It's 710 with Stephen Ted on KNSS. So far this morning in traffic, things have been uh, fairly good out there. Uh, Really not seeing any big slowdowns on the roadways, although... I am definitely seeing uh, some heavier traffic volumes in places. Maybe not as much as you would normally see this time of morning, but uh, def- uh, traffic volumes definitely picking up out there. Uh, just continue to watch out for some slowdowns around some stalled-out vehicles. Uh, one of them northbound I-135. It's pretty close to the ramp at 21st Street. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And let's take a look at our weather forecast. Let's check in with KSN Storm Track 3 forecast from meteorologist Ronell Williams. Hello, Ronell. Hey, good morning, Ted. How you how you uh how are you doing this morning? I'm doing just fine. It's uh yeah, coming off a coming off a weekend. I I'm ready to go. 
Yeah, maybe uh, for me, not so much just because it is Monday. But yeah, we are off to a, a new week and the nice conditions over the weekend literally just going to spill into the start of the new week out there. Expect partly cloudy skies, high of 65, light southerly wind at 5 to 15 so that those uh, gusty conditions that we had over the weekend really calming down quite a bit. Expect a mix of clouds and stars tonight as we dip back down to 36. Should be able to stay above freezing and then we'll just continue to warm up over the next couple of days. 69 on Tuesday, 74. Wednesday. Wednesday going to be a day of change though. 74 in Wichita, very warm for this time of year, but actually beginning to drop down into the 30s in northwest Kansas. 20% chance of rain as well as we have our next system move through. And then that drop to the 30s, we'll uh, experience that in Wichita come Thursday with a high of only 38 degrees. 40 degrees Friday, so going to be colder uh, toward the second half of the week out there. Only a 10% chance of rain into this upcoming weekend uh, between late Friday and Saturday, but uh, it looks like temperature will be able to rebound pretty quickly after that cold second half of the week. 58 Saturday, 60 degrees on Sunday, and even into the start of next week, a high near 60 next Monday. Right now we're at 32 degrees with a mostly cloudy sky, right at freezing but not too chilly out there. Light north wind at 5 miles an hour, dropping our wind chill or our feels like temperature down to 27. And boy, I tell you what, I went to, had a nice day yesterday going out for a walk and enjoying this spring weather here in winter. Yeah, things are going to be nice out there at least over the next few days that you'll be able to enjoy. Uh, but otherwise, get ready for uh, winter's return come Thursday. Yeah, and I know, too, uh, when you look back in history, I mean, it was, what, was it two years ago where we, we had temperatures like we were minus 17 and we had a week like that where it was horrible. I was like, oh, man, I'm glad we have what we have now. Yeah, my mom was here that week, so yeah, definitely a time <laughs> that I'm sure a lot of us will not forget, and more of a reason to take advantage of the conditions that we'll have today. Exactly. Well, that, maybe that'll get your uh, your uh, week off to a nice start, <laughs> at least having some nice weather to talk about. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Sounds good. Hey, Ronell, have a great week. Thanks for checking in with us. All right, thanks, you too. That's the KSN Storm Track 3 forecast with meteorologist Ronell Williams right here with Steve and Ted every weekday morning at this time. On KNSS, 713 with Stephen Ted on KNSS. You know, and, and speaking of weather, we kind of just mentioned that. If you remember, yeah, it was two years ago in 2021, this week, where the temperatures were like one night it got down to minus 17. And it was it was negative double digits for a lot of that week. That was two years ago. And now Ron L's talking about temperatures in the 60s and even the 70s this week before it gets cold again. And we do have a couple of notes on this day that have to do with snow. Ten years ago on this day was the start of the second biggest snowstorm in Wichita's history. Really? Yeah. Ten years ago today, we got six inches of snow to start out the snowstorm, and then it (laughs) snowed even more the following day. Wow. And that six inches, at least on the 20th, broke a record that had been around since 1912 for more than a century. So uh, the start of our second biggest snowstorm ever was 10 years ago on this day. We had bone-chilling cold two years ago today. And little little factoid here. Yeah. February 20th is the average time for Wichita to get the latest at least one-inch snowfall. Okay. So if we get more than an inch any time after today, it's later than usual. <laughs> so, so yeah maybe we've seen the if this is a typical year if it's average and maybe we've seen the last of snowfall of at least an inch then again i do remember but, this would have been several years ago 
uh, you and I both n- noting the fact that the uh, the parking lot had big, mm-hmm. big gigantic snow piles in it, and mm-hmm. it was it was it was after March Madness was over. Yeah, so it was. <laughs> we over the years we've had some big snowstorms around St. Patrick's Day into the third, and even sometimes the fourth week of March. Yep. So you never know. You never know. But there's you. There's there's at least the average for you. It is 7.15 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Washington's birthday, federal holiday, President's Day. And it's it's one of those deals where every state kind of does their own thing when it comes to President's Day. They call yeah. it different things. They A little ob- different. Sometimes they observe different things. There are some states call it different things. Uh, some states call it President's Day with the apostrophe after the S, like President's Day. Yeah, so, well, plural. Yeah. Our neighbor down in Oklahoma does it that, President's Apostrophe Day. Now, there's some states that do it with an apostrophe S, as in President's Day. As in one president, just that President's Day. Nebraska, our neighbors to the north, is one of the states that does that. See, I think that's wrong. (laughs) If you're going to be celebrating more than one president, it should be apostrophe after the S. There are two states that call it Washington Lincoln Day. One of those states is our neighbor to the west, Colorado. All right. And Missouri is our neighbor to the east. Missouri is kind of all over the place. In Missouri, Washington's birthday is a federal holiday, which is observed on the third Monday in February, just like the federal government. Right. Missouri also, uh, Abraham Lincoln's birthday on the 12th is observed on the Monday closest to the 12th. Which would be always the Monday preceding Washington's birthday. Washington's birthday, okay. So Missouri observes that. Here in Kansas, we are one of the very few states that has never even weighed in on any of that. We just simply default to the national holiday. Yeah, exactly. We don't bother with spelling it, different spelling, naming it something different. Kansas is just one of those that says, hey, we're following the feds on this one. So there you go. But other states uh, do, uh, do different things with it. In Alabama, it's known as George Washington Thomas Jefferson birthday. They all feel like they have to do their own special thing. Good for them. (laughs) So it's it's a little bit all over the map. Yeah. (laughs) So that's what's going on there. Enjoy, no matter what it's called, enjoy your Washington's birthday, federal holiday. Seven, we're coming up on 718 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS, and let's see what's going on in sports. And we will start out with college men's basketball tonight. Fifth-ranked Kansas on the road, visiting 22nd-ranked TCU. And KU, of course, comes into this one tied for first place atop the Big 12 Conference along with Texas. There's only four games to go in the regular season. This is an interesting matchup. These teams met once a month. They met a month ago in Lawrence. And TCU won that game by 23 points. Just absolutely destroyed Kansas. You think that'll be on the minds of the Jayhawks coming into Fort Worth tonight? Probably. Yeah. However, FanDuel has KU as a one and a half point underdog going into this game. Jayhawks are on a four game winning streak, longest in the conference right now. That game will tip off at eight o'clock tonight in Fort Worth. KU TCU. Listen live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Wichita State softball finishing up the weekend in San Diego. The Shockers had an easy time of it yesterday, shutting out Fairleigh Dickinson 12 to nothing in a five-inning game. The Shockers hit three home runs along the way. 
Junior pitcher Lauren Howell with the win in the circle. She's now 3-1 and one on the season. Got a career-high seven strikeouts yesterday. But boy, that shocker offense. You started out with senior shortstop Sydney McKinney, who picked up her 300th career hit, which is the most ever in shocker softball history. She was 3-for-3 three three at the plate. Sydney McKinney is batting 771. You heard me. She's batting 771 on the season. Leads the nation in batting average. Incredible. Of course she does. Yeah. Yeah. Three for three again <laughs> yesterday. And uh, you have senior designated player Lauren Mills went two for two at the plate. Those were both home runs. She drove in five runs on the game. Shocker softball team with a nice win yesterday. 12 nothing to finish up uh, the weekend in San Diego. All right. A little bit up the West Coast. Wichita State baseball was taking on Long Beach State yesterday afternoon after close losses on Friday and Saturday. Shocks were looking to get in the win column for the first time this season. And they got the job done. Shocks put up some runs early. And, boy, did they put up a, another big snowman in the third inning. Eight runs in the top of the third. Shane Dennis had the call on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Ground ball and gets by the, thir- the shortstop and into left field. Two runs are going to score. Tolley makes it an eight spot here in the third. Peyton Tolley goes the other way and burns Long Beach State for bringing the infield in in the third inning. Yeah, and that would do it. The Shockers cruise in for the win, 11-6. 1,900 fans at the game in Long Beach yesterday. Nicely done. First baseman Garrett Pennington, two for five, drove in three runs. He had a home run and a double. Hit that two-run home run in the first inning, and then he drove in and had an RBI double in the third inning. Shockers win 11-6 yesterday, pick up their first win of the season for college baseball. It's Monday night, and that means we talk Shocker Athletics with Shocker coaches, and we have a threesome tonight, back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. We start out with women's basketball coach Keitha Adams at 5 p.m., men's basketball coach Isaac Brown at 6 p.m., and then softball coach Christy Bredbender at 7 p.m. Listen to all those Shocker Coaches shows over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. More college baseball action. The Kansas baseball team took two out of three to open up the season down in Corpus Christi. Beat Valparaiso 6-4 yesterday. The K-State baseball team is off to a 3-0 start. They picked up three wins already over Stephen F. Austin on the road. K-State with another win over the Lumberjacks yesterday, 14-8. First time K-State has started out a baseball season 3-0 in 12 years. Pro basketball, the NBA All-Star game was held in Salt Lake City yesterday. Starting at center... On the All-Star team, former Kansas Jayhawk Joel Embiid of the Philadelphia 76ers. 32 points, 7 rebounds, 14 of 19 shooting, 10 of 11 from two-point range. Defense wasn't exactly being played yesterday at the All-Star game. I think the final score was 184 to 175. It's not a joke. Wow. So (laughs) Embiid only getting 32 might have been a (laughs) low-scoring It was the NBA All-Star Game in Salt Lake yesterday. And a big day in college bowling for the Wichita State women as they got two titles yesterday. First off, in Indianapolis, the Shocker women beat the number one team in the nation, Mount Mercy, two games to zero for the women's division title of the PBA Collegiate Championships. And then the Shocker ladies proceeded to take part in the Hoosier Classic, and they won that. Beat Savannah College of Art and Design in five games. So the Shocker women's bowling team took two titles yesterday. They are ranked number four in the nation. And that wrapped up the regular season, by the way, for the Shocker bowling squad. That's sports with Steve and Ted 
on KNSS. It is 723 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. We've got traffic and weather on the way. And how much sleep is enough, especially for students? That's coming up next. Steve and Ted, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning. It is 7.31. You are listening to 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is Monday, February 20th, Washington's birthday federal holiday. Currently in Wichita, it is mostly cloudy and 34 degrees. Our full weather forecast coming up in just a few minutes. The Wichita School Board over the weekend took part in a special meeting focusing on candidates for superintendent. The current superintendent is Dr. Alicia Thompson. She announced her retirement at the end of the current school year after nearly 30 years with the district. Wichita School Board searching for a new superintendent. After street racers took over an intersection in Austin, Texas, city leaders are shining a light on the police department's recruitment struggles. In between the street racing, spinning in circles and blocking traffic, people were shooting off fireworks, even at police cars. A crowd swarming and forcing a patrol car back. One officer injured. Several police cars were damaged. The police department is understaffed from officers on the streets to 911 operators. They also had to lower minimum job requirements just to fill an unprecedented number of job openings. In 2020, the Austin City Council voted to slash the police budget during the D fund the police movement by $150 million. The police budget was reinstated in 2021, but not before officers had left in mass. And that's Fox's Lauren Blanchard with that report. One person seriously injured in a car crash in West Wichita yesterday afternoon. 911 dispatcher started receiving calls after 1.30 yesterday afternoon. Reports of a single car crash, person trapped inside on westbound West Kellogg Drive between West Street and I-235. Former South Carolina governor and U.S. ambassador to the U.N., Nikki Haley, begins her run for the White House by saying that she plans to end a Republican general election trend. Ambassador Haley says while Republicans have managed to win the presidency over the years, it's been state electors that have determined it. Voters have told a different story, and she told Fox News Sunday host Shannon Bream that with the voters is where she will start. I care what Americans think. I don't care what certain segments think. I think that's the problem. Shannon, we've lost the last seven out of eight popular votes for president. That means Republicans are doing something wrong. She says appealing to more than just those who agree with you is the best way to win public support for president. Gernal Scott, Fox News. A major milestone for Spirit Aerosystems, the company delivered the 100th KT-46A Pegasus front fuselage to Boeing and the U.S. Air Force. Spirit was awarded the contract 12 years ago. County Commission Chairman Pete Meitzner commented on the ups and downs experienced in the air capital. Almost back to what we were before the, you know, the COVID and then the 737 accident. It was just a, we're just very resilient. We're a very resilient group. And I think that's what attracts other companies that like to come to our area. McConnell Air Force Base received its first KC-46 four years ago and currently has two dozen among the fleet. Fire damaged a vacant home in South Wichita 
last week on Friday morning in the 900 block of South Broadway. Third fire in the past five months at the same address. City officials say it was caused by the homeless attempting to keep warm. While the home had already been put on the city's demolition list, the morning fire did expedite that action. City Council Member Mike Hoheisel says the council is working to address the housing problems. The best thing we can do is start getting these vacant houses out of the property owner's hands and into the hands of somebody who will upkeep them. Um, There is a group that is um, starting a a project along the South Broadway corridor to purchase houses that are in shape like that um, and upkeep them. City officials working to keep vacant homes boarded up. If there's an abandoned home in your neighborhood, you're encouraged to report it to the city. Sometimes the mail takes longer to arrive than you think. Uh, In London, uh, there was a long lost letter. It was 1916 when Christabel Manell felt compelled to write to Katie Marsh of Hamlet Road, South London. I'm feeling quite ashamed of myself after saying what I did, wrote Christabel. But this regretful missive didn't get delivered until 2021 and has only just come to light. Current resident Finlay Glenn telling the BBC he was pretty surprised when it popped up in the post. The Royal Mail is mystified too, saying incidents like this happen very occasionally, perhaps once a century. Oh, and no official word on what Manel was ashamed of. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. Yet another dead whale washing ashore in the northeastern U.S. The Atlantic Marine Conservation Society says the 25-foot mink whale found Friday in the Rockaways on New York's Long Island was likely struck by a ship or other vessel. The group says the female whale suffered several broken bones and deep gashes across her body. This is the second dead whale found in the Rockaways since December. And a couple of weeks ago, a 40-year-old humpback whale named Luna washed ashore dead in nearby Long Beach. She was also struck and killed by a vessel. Carmen Roberts, Fox News. 737 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And let's take a look at our weather forecast here on this Monday. Check in with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Some high thin clouds are spreading in from the southwestern part of the country. A chilly start to our morning, but temperatures warm up nicely this afternoon, and it's going to stay that way through Wednesday. Today's high 65, partly cloudy overnight, tarlow 36, then breezy tomorrow with a high in the upper 60s. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Currently in Wichita, we have a mostly cloudy sky, a little breeze out of the north. It is 34 degrees. Here on this Monday morning, Washington's birthday federal holiday. 737 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And even though City Hall is closed today, look who gave us a call. Chat on Monday morning. It is the mayor, Brandon Whipple. Monday's with the mayor. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Hey, good morning, good morning. Yeah, I don't get a day off, so I figured I'd call a figure and see if you guys got a day off. <laughs> and, and here we are. We're all, we're all at and work. Here you are. <laughs> the, uh, did, did, good. did you have a good weekend, though? Yeah, I can't complain. Um, finally, yeah, the, the weather's starting to look a little better. It's starting to give us kind of hints of spring. Uh, so not only got some yard work done, but got to go out and hang out with the kids and uh, try to get them to burn out some energy. Uh, uh, failed at that, though. <laughs> kids are kind of nuts. <laughs> well, at least you made the attempt. That's right. The uh, new uh, city council meeting tomorrow, getting things back in the third week of the month. And uh and I, I know you got a lot of consent stuff on there, but there is some new business, including uh, I know you're 
looking at that money that's coming through for the Greater Wichita Partnership. That's right. So the Greater Wichita Partnership is basically our economic development um, uh, group. They are uh, a partnership with the government and also with the private sector. Uh, they're the ones who are, are the real champions of Integra, of having um, uh, SpaceX and Blue Origin uh, visit Wichita recently to expand their contracts. Uh, they really go after the mid to big size projects. Uh, and we are actually just uh, finalizing or officiating, I guess, our, um, our our relationship with them by extending a contract to them. So instead of them coming in every year and getting, uh, I guess, paid for for their services, uh, we're going to give them a little more uh, uh, a little more uh, stability by putting them on a three year contract. So that's up tomorrow. But I also want to highlight. And not just the big businesses where we're going after, like the Nova Coast of the world, but also uh, the small mom and pop businesses as well. Now, the next set of money agenda uh, is a um, is a I think it's a hundred thousand uh, dollar commitment with um, uh, the uh, one of the small independent business mm-hmm. associations in Wichita, and the goal there is to really focus on on businesses or or companies that are six months to two years old, uh, really su- uh, supply that support that they need to grow and flourish so that we can also get those small mom-and-pop shops uh, really uh, back to where they were before the pandemic. So another one of your items is bridge rehab and repair. And I usually think of the county as handling most of the bridge stuff, but I guess the city has some of that responsibility too. Yeah, this one looks like a $500,000 uh, for, uh, for the project budget. A lot of times there's three bridges that we're looking to repair um, you, you're right. A lot of times we uh, will leverage our resources with the county's resources. I'm not sure if this project in particular, if the county has a play in it. Uh, but, um, you know, overall, we, we never want to be one of those cities where, you know, you make the news because uh, you, you have a failure of in- infrastructure. So mm-hmm. uh, we want to stay on top of that. Uh, and uh, this is just uh, kind of nuts and bolts of government. Also, looking at, of course, the North Junction is another just place where we have constant construction these days. And one of the things you're looking at is kind of a, some some improvements in the area that needs to be done on 29th Street North, up between Broadway and 135, and figuring out some of those aesthetics. Well, that's right. We uh, we also got a uh, grant. I got a call from uh, Senator Moran on Friday, and we got a grant that is it's a Community Connections. I think is the name of the the program. Uh, but it's really about the, that north side. Uh, this one is on Broadway and 21st Street, uh, where infrastructure has pretty much just separated communities, made it very tough for uh, for expansion. You know, when you have just a ton of train tracks or uh, just areas that are much more industrialized that uh, are surrounding um, neighborhoods. You know, what can we be doing to, to really get the most out of those areas? So we got a million dollars coming in from the feds, coming back to the uh, to Kansas. Uh, for that project as well. Uh, so really these pieces are should be seen more as uh, working together. Uh, so we'll leverage uh, if you know something's happening in that area that's construction in our budget or the county's budget, uh, if we can uh, leverage a, a federal grant to help us uh, uh, offset those costs, then we'll usually uh, kind of lump that area all in at once. I know that, uh, you know, the planning agenda isn't the sexiest item you handle every week, but I did notice that yeah. one of those planning items is a 155-foot telecommunications tower, and it seems like sometimes that always gets neighborhoods riled up. Do you, are you expecting any any uh, contention on that one? Uh, probably. Okay. <laughs> probably. Yeah. 
I mean, and, and, you know, God bless this job, right? Like, or the folks who uh, step up and participate, because sometimes you get the real practical, like, hey, we don't want this tower just in our neighborhood where now it's it's an eyesore. And then you get the other folks who talk about how, you know, where communi- government's communicating with their brainwaves or something mm-hmm. using, uh, I don't know, something, some secret weapon that they found on the Internet. Uh, so I'm sure we'll get a, a, a variety of emails about, um, you know, anytime a tower goes up. Uh, but, of course, we, we want to be a connected city. Uh, broadband is so important. Right. 5G, uh, 4G is so important. Um, if we're going to continue to be a global city, uh, we, we got to um, navigate this type of infrastructure so we get to the services we need while still having respect for the community uh, as a whole. Um, it's particularly the main disturbance. If there's any anything that's going to be really noticeable, we got to get that feedback and get that two-way conversation going on. Of course, politics is heating up. A lot of people are starting to throw their hat into the ring to be to get your job. Are are you making any announcements on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show today? No, you know it's, it's crazy to me. Like part of me wonders, like who really wants this job? Have you seen <laughs> what it's been like the last few years? <laughs> um, yeah, and frankly, politics is the uh, the battle of ideas, right? So I really look forward to a, a you know anyone who who wants to contribute to that uh, that that. The, you know the the market of ideas uh, to to have an opportunity to do that. My goal is if I win uh, again, it, frankly, is to take the good ideas, regardless if they came from myself or, or one of my opponents, uh, and to implement those good ideas. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I welcome uh, the, more people to see the debate. I look forward to it, and uh, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting season for sure. We'll keep you guys uh, entertained. I bet. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll let you get to it and enjoy your, uh, what you can find to enjoy on a federal holiday, and whether it's work or not work, and we'll let you go and talk to you next week. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Take care. You got it. Thank you. That is Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple as he joins us every Monday morning at this time right here with Stephen Ted for Mondays with the Mayor. 744 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. We have a Wichita Business Journal update on the way. with Stephen Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. We have a local business update coming up from the Wichita Business Journal. We'll tell you about a local hospital leader who is retiring. And that'll be coming up in just a few minutes. Now, Stephen Ted, it's time for three big things. Three. President Biden making a surprise trip to Kiev, Ukraine. He's meeting with President Zelensky and offering more U.S. support. Two. A mother and two of her young children were critically injured in a traffic accident southwest of Wichita. This was late yesterday afternoon on MacArthur Road near K-42. One. Former President Jimmy Carter has entered hospice care at his home in Georgia. Carter is 98 years old. That's three big things with Stephen Ted, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Traffic here in the Wichita area, well, the volumes are picking up. I'm just not really seeing any big slowdowns out there, so traffic looking good at the moment. The gasoline prices in the Wichita area did not move over the weekend. Still $2.99 a gallon on average. We have 
At least one of the retailers up a little higher than that. Uh, but I found some lower prices, too. I spotted two ninety four a gallon gasoline, 21st Street North and 127th East. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And let's take a look at our weather forecast here on this Monday, here on the Federal Holiday, looking at a high today of 65 degrees under a sunny sky. Overnight low tonight down to 36. It will be partly cloudy overnight. And then tomorrow it'll be a breezy day, high Tuesday, 66. Currently in Wichita, we have a little breeze out of the north that is mostly cloudy and 34 degrees on our way to a high today of 65. KNSS Weather is brought to you by the Monarch. Up-to-date events and new whiskey and bourbon releases are available in the Monarch newsletter. You can sign up for that online at monarchwichita.com. A great place to hang out, the Monarch. 751 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. And let's take a look at local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. President and CEO Leonard Hernandez of Susan B. Allen Memorial Hospital is retiring, leaving the facility in El Dorado after two years. Hernandez is 68, and he has spent more than 40 years in healthcare, mostly leadership roles at small hospitals here in Kansas. Hernandez joined Susan B. Allen back in the fall of 2020 during the pandemic. The hospital's board of trustees credited Hernandez with bringing in an orthopedic surgeon, a chief operating officer, and moving the hospital's urgent care unit to the hospital campus. His last day on the job will be at the end of this month. Trustees will then name an interim CEO. Spirit Aerosystems here in Wichita, celebrating a milestone, one of its most important defense and wide-body aircraft programs. Local supplier held an event at its Southeast Wichita facilities commemorating the 100th delivery on the KC-46A Pegasus Tanker Program. Spirit building the forward fuselage section on that 767 wide body, which its customer, Boeing, uses as the platform aircraft for the new tanker for the United States Air Force. The program has grown in scope in recent years, Spirit expanding in space on the Air Capital flight line, allowing for the assembly of the fuselage sections that had previously been shipped individually by train. The now fully assembled section is transported to Boeing on the Dreamlifter cargo jet, with the first having been flown out of Wichita back in late 2019. The 767 is no longer built as a passenger aircraft. Freighter demand has combined with the tanker program to keep the line churning at spirit, even as other wide-body programs like the 787 Dreamliner slowed down during the pandemic. And that is local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. We'll have more local business news from the journal coming up exactly one hour from now at 8.50 this morning. 7.53 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. It is the Washington's birthday federal holiday. George Washington, the commander-in-chief of the Continental Army during the American Revolutionary War. And, of course, he was our first president. Served two terms and got elected unanimously by the Electoral College to two terms. So pretty, pretty, pretty good honor for a pretty important person to our country. Yep. Is there a Washington County, Kansas? Is there? Is there? There's a there's a city called Washington. There's a city, yeah, and a county called Washington. Mm-hmm. So there, and that's way up in the uh, northern northeast part of the state, almost directly north of us on the Nebraska border. Yeah, Washington County. I don't think I've ever been to Washington County, Kansas. I don't think I have either. I wonder if there are any states without a Washington County. I think there are. Yeah, 
I'll have to look that up. You can and look see. that up. Yeah. Huh. I think there are. Well, I guess well, I, that that's something you could look up anyway. But uh, yeah, some kind of cities that are named Washington, and Kansas is among them. Like I said, I don't think I've ever been to Washington County, Kansas. Huh. I don't think it's on the beaten. I don't think it's on the beaten path anywhere. Let's put it that way. Yeah, so it, it, you'd have to be heading there for a reason. I'm, I'm looking. There's the the problem is the list is ones that do have it, which is a looks to be a fairly long list. So I at least it's alphabetical, so I can try and go through it in my head and see which ones don't. But uh, <laughs> that it'd be easier if the list was of ones that did. You know. You can just read that off, but uh, it does appear that more than half of them at least have uh, <laughs> have a Washington County somewhere. Here's the one. Here's the thing you need to know, though, that the uh, the mayor of Munchkinland came from Washington, Kansas. Charlie Becker was the actor's name. Ah. The mayor of Munchkinland in The Wizard of Oz, in the film, came from Washington, Kansas. I see. It's 7.55 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. We have a big 8 o'clock hour coming up. We have news, business, weather, traffic, sports. We have entertainment news in the blur. That's right. Just putting the blur together right now. Uh, some really interesting things I'm seeing as far as, uh, uh, well, things at box office, obviously. We've got uh, new number one at the box office, plus a documentary about a former boxing champion. All coming up on the blur. And we'll be speaking live with Fox News Radio's Tanya J. Powers in New York, and she'll talk to us about President's Day. KNSS News Time, 756.